Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha. Omaha Audio, Cousin Sal, coming to you. It is Thursday morning, spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Opening day is here. Uh, the game, first pitch is just just underway in some of these games, and Aaron Judge has a home run, and so the season is over, Sheck. That's it. Enough. That's that. Congratulations. Thanks for showing up, uh, two-thirds of Major League Baseball teams. We already know how the postseason's going to shape <laughs> oh, up in man. about six months. Hey, question for you. Two things. First of all, I'm sitting like Giannis. I'm glad to see. Do you know, I didn't know that he was doing the, like a lot of fellas over the years have gotten on me for not doing the guy leg cross, like your, uh-huh. your ankle over your other knee. I go knee over knee, and people have said it's effeminate. I say I'm comfortable with my masculinity, so I, I, I you know, I turn my nose up at you. But here's the thing: you re- if you're uh, so, so, so unflexible like me, you don't even have to worry about it. I can't do. I don't think either of these things. <laughs> Certainly can't cross <laughs> knee over knee. Would you know. rather though? Yeah. Given a choice. See, we always talk about like, ah, football's over. What are we going to do? This is ending. What was it? We always have sports. Would you rather in the coming days, you can only watch one, mm-hmm. baseball, first uh, first series of yeah. your favorite team, um, the Final Four, or WrestleMania? Ooh. You have to choose one and you can't watch the other. I think I know Sal's answer. I think I have to go WrestleMania. I, I figured as much. Well, because we're, I'm going. We're going, and we had uh, Bianca Belair on Laugh Line. She was a delight. We have Braun Strowman on Against All Odds um, later tonight, so that's going to be fun. Uh, I'm going to—I don't want to miss Scherzer. Al- the Final Four, forget it this year. Enough, enough already. We'll go over those games. Sure, we'll talk about NBA. We're going to talk about Opening Day. Uh, we have our picks, Martin. Um, I don't know what's your answer for that, Martin. Oh, it would not be baseball nor WrestleMania. So those two are pretty much we're out. You want to see basketball. Yeah, I mean, but it it could have been a lot of other things before baseball and WrestleMania. It would have ended up before basketball. All right. Even with Florida Atlantic. I can't believe this freaking Aaron Judge thing. Spaghetti, that's it. (laughs) Spaghetti is screaming at me about how he's the MVP this year. I was like, take it easy. Otani hasn't even jumped on the mound yet. I said the opposite, Sal. I I reverse jinxed Aaron Judge because – Five minutes before we started recording here, I said to Meatballs, watch Judge this year. He's going to bat like 238, <laughs> like 29 homers, like 87 ribbies, oh and he God. first said bat home run, so a pretty good start. Where can we find – we're going to give out our uh, some best bets for Major League Baseball yeah. season. Where can we find the odds on Judge, Otani, or the field as the AL MVP? Because then you would have Trout in the field, right? Trout is third on the list, yeah. Two to one, four to one, and I think six to one is uh, last I saw for that. But who knows? Would who you knows bet the field now? if you included Trout in that trio? Is there any chance one of those oh, three yeah. doesn't get the MVP? Oh, injuries all over the place. Yeah, I guess Vlad, Vlad could have a yeah. big year. You know, you never know. Uh, yeah, uh, well, for American League, yeah, that's uh, those would be the four I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I posted this morning like Happy Opening Day, and I showed uh, here's the greatest to ever play the game, and I showed big, big Babe Ruth fat sprawled out drinking a beer with a bunch of fish on a line. I was like, this is, and we talk about this all the time, about what the greatest to ever play their sport looked like, and Tom Brady's combine picture is uninspiring. 
and Wayne Gretzky. Sorry, Shaq, but let's, for argument's sake, he's the greatest hockey player ever. What? Uh, resembled Heather Locklear for most of his uh, young career. And <laughs> that's why... Compares, I was going to say Cynthia Garrett, I think, is her, <laughs> yeah. or Cynthia Gibbs, maybe, from uh, from Youngblood. All the Gibbs. Rob Lowe. Yeah, yeah, all the Gibbs, I think. But <laughs> to his credit, Michael Jordan, you can never say enough about the guy. He at least looks most like somebody who should be best at what he does. In terms of me, uh, those names I listed are not well, not even you close. You see, where Mike messes up is in the wardrobe. Oh, okay. That's his problem. Mm-hmm. And, and really, the the bulls of that era, Scotty Pippen has issue with the wardrobe as well, and Dennis Rodman, mm-hmm. you know, that goes without saying. But Mike, in ter- he, where he benefited himself, he went ball before he had to. Yeah. And he made it look cool. Right. That was where it was. Because going bald early, that's a power move. Going bald because you have to, desperation. So Gretzky needed to go bald, is what you're saying. Um, It would have been a better play. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, Jordan did uh, get in the way of that uh, by shaving the head. But he was at that receding hairline, had the flesh yarmulke going pretty early on. So you could kind of... Put it on him. You don't remember then, him like that at all. Though. No, you're right. And, and yeah. then the other one is Tom Brady, the goat of all time. Well, the, the, the the underpants in the combine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever was that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was uh, that spectacular. I like that you call him Mike. I feel like you. Um, I should listen to you more because you're calling him Mike. You're on a personal level with uh, Mike Jordan. Oh no, I don't. I just, Michael's <laughs> so formal. I know you're right. You're right. <laughs> You should have called him uh, Mike Meatballs, I think. Mike Meatballs mm-hmm. Jordan would have been the way to go for that. All right, so anyway, baseball is on the way. Let's each uh, – we're going to do something fun a little after this, but let's each get it out of the way, our pick to win it all. You know, I'm going to go to the Dodgers. I know they're a little under the radar this year. A lot of times this time of year they're plus 400, plus 450, complete facelift. I know they lost Trey Turner, who I think, aside from Otani – sorry, Spaghetti, I think is the best uh, overall player in the game, all-around player – they lose Tyler Anderson, Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, Price, Gallo, not so big a deal. They still have Freeman. They still have Betts. They have uh, J.D. Martinez now on the roster. Will Smith, rotation's good as any other, I think, with Urias, uh, Kershaw, Mayne Gonsolin. They make the playoffs. I think they make a run at a big name in July, and uh, they get there. We saw like all the favorites went down in the uh, MLB playoffs, right? Coin flip, as it is, getting in there. So get there. You get the 8-1. to one. I like that number. Check. I listen. I hate to be agreeable right out of the oh, gate like on. this, but the Dodgers. I mean, listen. These the teams that have the inherent advantage of loaded rosters because they spend the most. Mm. I mean, the Padres are a fun story, and I'm we're sitting here in Los Angeles, not in San Diego. I think it would be more fun if San Diego made a run this year. Finally, very and, close. And, Never been this tight odds wise for the, yeah. That I, I can certainly see, and we'll get to, you know, at least one of the guys who I think is going to be super-duper relevant in the National League chase this year. But I'm going to go with the Dodgers for the reasons you say. More dependable mm-hmm. staff, which is, I, I guess, kind of ironic when um, you look at the the you think of their starting pitching as a position of strength. I think there's some questions, but ultimately compared to what the Padres are going to run out there, I like the Dodger staff a little bit better. Ergo, I'm going to take them. And I think we could officially say the Trevor Bauer thing didn't work out for them. Yeah. (laughs) Good look. It's understated though, I think, right? For the amount of loot that they (laughs) dedicated to him and he's gone, way gone. I don't think it worked out at all. Right? Could I, I don't want people are going to be like, oh, you're judging too quickly. But no, I don't think it worked. No, out. I think you can go ahead and stamp that one right. as, as, a, as a fail. <laughs> Martin, who's who's winning it all? Uh, I have the Padres, yeah. but I do think it will be either the Dodgers or the Padres out of the NL. Like, so not to couch it, but 
there's a world where the Padres come out of the gate and they go crazy. And then instead of, uh, like, they're looking at the trade deadline to add another arm. Mm-hmm. And that will be the guy that gets them over the top towards to finally get into the play. You know what I'm saying? To make that to make that jump. But uh, there's also a world where they suck and they trade Juan <laughs> Soto again. Like, they trade him to try to recoup some of the stuff because he'll be a free agent coming up. But uh, I think that uh, with Machado and Tatis and all that, I, I like the Padres. And plus, right. that's a team I'm going to watch a ton of this year, so I'm, I'm going to bet on them. Well, you said something interesting. By the way, wouldn't it be something if the Dodgers got rained out today? Of all these, oh, pick a ball. All, all the first 20 games should be on the West Coast where the weather's good. What is <laughs> it, once in the, the last 35 years or something like that that the For Dodgers se- have been rained out? I think out? it was the Padres who had the... It was the I think the Dodgers had a couple in there. For some reason, the Padres avoided it. But yeah, um, it was them. But all right, Martin, I got to Now, Caesars has a ton of these um, season long player props and just some weird specials and stuff. If you do, if, like you said, it's the Dodgers or the Padres, you could bet by state who's going to win the World Series. New York is 360 plus 360. Right. California also plus 360. I'm going to speak about the Angels in a little bit. Uh, I don't mind. I, yeah, I think that's uh, California's think, good bet. There's a lot of teams in California. What are the Mikey Meatballs? What are the 13, 14 teams in California? No, there's got to be five. <laughs> Is there five? I know the A's aren't getting it. Giants, yeah, athletics not. ain't going to do it. Angels could be a little bit of a surprise team. So. I've seen people tweeting about the Angels yeah. recently. After the World Baseball Classic, they seem to have been a sneaky AL favorite, that uh, or a sneaky sleeper AL favorite. Yeah. They have a catcher. Mikey Meatballs, our producer, played roller hockey with uh, Ohape, right, Michael? Yes, that is true. That's right. Up for Rookie of the Year. I mean, Thanks for uh, the confirmation, for- Mike. <laughs> He's nodded. He said that's it. So, uh, so, that would, uh, so anyway, that's a season prop. I like California team to win the World Series. I also like a player will have 200 or more hits. Um, Freddie Freeman had 199 last year. Trey Turner had 194. They're always in contention. There were like seven guys within 20 of 200. And I really think this shift, uh, hurrying up the pitches and the bigger bases could lead to, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say it leads to one hit more per week over the course of five months. There's your 20, 25 hits. Uh, that's even odds, 200 or more hits for any player. It will be interesting to count out those and people will certainly track the, you know, the bang, bang plays at first base as a, for instance, yeah. well, how many hits that equals for right. a, an individual because of the bigger bag. It's a right? long season. Well, Could I, be 10 hits. The other yeah. thing, too. All right, so I've, 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 I've pitchers thrown over twice. Now he can't right. throw over anymore. Now you have all this stuff on the base paths. That's, that is a, a thing that you never had to concern yourself about. It's like the catcher throwing behind the runner at first to try mm-hmm. to keep him, keep him honest. I think that just lends to, even without the shift, that are, you know, without the taking out the shift, that would lend to so much more offense just because the defense has more to do. Yeah. Jennifer Pinigacenti, uh, extra points of extra points fame and SI.com. She was on yesterday and I call her Mike. You call I mean, Mike. <laughs> what? Mike Pinigacenti? I think her father's name is Mike. Is that right? I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, she thinks stolen bases will go up between 30 and 60 percent. By the way, she said, I, I was reading all these special stats. In baseball, it's endless statistics. It's just nerds figuring stuff out. There's swing and miss ratio. There's balls in play. And there's they introduced like three new stats a year. And she was all over. And I said, have you come up with a stat? Have you? Because she's like, oh, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm like, oh, what is it? She's like, no, I, I can't tell you. <laughs> 
So you can invent like a stat that's, you know, like on base percentage wasn't even a thing whenever. And obviously they made a movie about it, how important it is <laughs> and how much it, more it means than actual batting average. But is she like in a lab coat with an Astros cap on figuring this out? Just know, Jen, the key is the acronym. Yes, you got to yes. have a good acronym. Right. Otherwise, it's all for naught. Yeah. That's you know, So it's got to sound good, like QBR, mm -hmm. completely made up. Sounds good. Raptor in basketball. Completely made up. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. What is it? Batting average on balls in play? By bit, by Yeah, by it bit. was like CBW or bit. something weird. Yeah. yeah. So come up it's with the acronym great. first and then reverse engineering. it. Okay. All right. J E N. Mark, you know what's, what's your. You uh, that's right. What's your long season uh, player prop? I got Tim Anderson to lead the league in hits, hits. at 10 to 1. Mm -hmm. I think the White Sox are going to be good. I don't know anything about their new manager, but I know he's not Tony La Russa. Right. So he should be awake and around for at least 162 games, right. I'd imagine, and uh, not asleep at the wheel, quite literally, or taking fan suggestions. Or, mm -hmm. And I like the I like the White Sox. Tim Anderson has a, uh, a, a – he swings at bad balls and puts them in play. Yeah. Batting average on balls in play. Or right. Whatever, you know, but I like I – like, plus, I just like him too. That's funny you said that. Speaking of female talent, extra points, and their fathers, um, Megan Connolly put in $20 on Tim Anderson to have the most hits. Oh, wow. So where can you get this in? I said, I know a guy. Well, wait a minute. Was, it, was it the mega lock of the season? No, it wasn't. And it was 15 to 1. So uh, <laughs> now Judge is going to have the most. Judge is going to, uh, he's never going to. He's got a good head start. He's got about 1,000 this year. All right, check. What do you got? Well, I've gone back and forth. Like I mentioned, as I was looking through these last night, the American League, I just decided to stay away. It feels to me like it's two or three guys mm -hmm. and you're reaching if you're looking anywhere else. So that's not as much fun. Juan Soto, I really like. I know it's chalk. He's four to one to win the MVP. And I like it. But then I started doing the math of like, what guy is, wh who is kind of distinct from the rest of his team in terms of MVP odds? Soto is competing with a bunch of other Padres sure. for that. And then what's interesting is Trey Turner has great value now mm -hmm. because of like we talk about, I think he gets a couple extra hits. He, he you know, he, he's, uh, more of a factor on the bags more than he are uh, on the on the bases than he already has been. He's twelve to one. Last second change here. I'm gonna go with Mookie Betts eight to one mm. because who is if not him the MVP of the LA Dodgers? I'm gonna go well. with Mookie Betts year thirty. Trey Turner, a tick younger. Juan Soto, 24. He's should played 30 just be years in this league already? My God. <laughs> uh, on the big blue marble, that's right. Yeah. In the game of life, that's exactly how long he's been playing, South. But yeah, I was looking at Soto, and the, uh, the other side of he's a free agent is most guys, not most, but a lot of guys know when, it, when they're up, and they know they need a big year. Yeah. Age 24, he should theoretically not have even hit right. his peak yet. I think he has a big year. Too much competition in his clubhouse, though. Okay. Mookie Betts, eight to one, is right. I think is just right in the middle there. Almost went Trey Turner. Was all I did too. go Trey Turner yesterday, right? I think I got him at thirteen or fourteen to one for uh, MVP. I just think he uh, lights it up. Uh, that's a big loss, but I still take the Dodgers to win the World Series. Um, what else? Do oh, uh, you're not gonna like this, Shaq. Mm. Oh, first of all, there's this thing. Have you heard the this thirteen pool? This um. Caesars, people are in pools where you pick a team and if your team, first team to score 13 runs in a game wins the pool. 
and that's it. And sometimes you're assigned, or sometimes you could bid on a team. Caesars has it where you have to score every run between 0 and 13, and whoever does that, whoever runs the table that there, wins first. So now the better teams are all, it's, it's similar to most wins anyway. The Yankees are first, the, the Dodgers basically second, you know, Astros third and everything. But that's pretty cool. Uh, I picked the Angels for that for no reason, but hmm. it's like the 25 to 1. First to 13, but you got to get all the rest in between. 25 to 1, that's the payout on that? Seems, I would have guessed that. So, yeah. I mean, how often does that happen to any given baseball team? How many clubs do that I over think the they course all of 162? I looked at it, and and so there's, there's some teams that only do it once. I think like the teams like the Yankees and, uh, like I said, the Astros will do it three or four times. I'm talking about the 13 runs. Just but, 13, but yeah. I mean, but every team every gets team. 12, 11. Yeah, yeah. Nine it's a long year. Yeah, it's huh. weird. But, um, so last year, the Pittsburgh Pirates at one point scored 13 runs and then 12 runs and then 11 runs and then 10 runs, want to check all it. in four separate games. That's wild. I think most, I think all the teams hit it last year. Hmm. I think okay. some it took till like late August or September, but it's good. Now you're going to hate this. A perfect game. No. One player. <laughs> perfect game. No. What a stunner. Minus 1100. Sal the stinker. That's fun. Come on. <laughs> Anti-fun police. It's so, fun on the... We got to get you a badge. If you're growing up on the West Coast, when you're living on the West Coast, it's nice. You don't have to sweat out some, you know, Seattle, Castillo, the perfect game in the ninth uh, at Anaheim. Or For all you know, Garrett Cole's in the midst of, of delivering a perfect one the today. What's going on? We did do something. Maybe spaghetti or meatballs, you can remember. Complete games. We bet um, over... Oh, what the hell was it? It was over a complete game, and then there was there was some rainouts, and there was some discrepancy, and even the books didn't know how to handle like a Garrett Cole seven inning complete game that gets washed out. Does it count or not? So anyway, there's a uh, baseball's great. Now what we're gonna do? What we talked about? A race to ten. We love the race to ten, but here it is a, a different MLB style. We each pick a team, bottom dwellers, right? Typical bottom dwellers. Whoever gets to ten wins first loses loses. So you want your team to lose, whoever you're picking, right. Martin. Now, what we have to decide is, is it based on games like, well, the uh, Tigers and Pirates both needed 14 games to lose 10, so that's a tie. Or is it based on calendar, where it just it's actual time? Like, oh boy, the Pirates Ooh. game, they have nine losses. Detroit has nine losses. Looks like the Pirates are going to end earlier. I think that's more fun. Well, in the, you know, in the age of the, the new age of the pitch clock, you know, these yeah. things are timed now separately from You're three right. outs. You're right. right. I think we do it that way. Then you okay. can root for rainouts and stuff. Like, yeah, okay. all right. My team, doesn't, have a, like, it does my team a, hasn't played in a week. It does it's add great. an extra layer of chaos mm, as yeah. opposed to just saying your X wins ahead. Let's do it. And that's what we like, chaos. And whoever loses this, gets to 10 first, is going to submit to the cap of consequences. Let's just do it that way because nobody pays anyone money. So let's just have the loser uh, lose <laughs> I'd out. I'd really rather do money. <laughs> Martin, what do you think? Who's your well, team? I'm sure Dave would rather do money. Just because of that, I'd rather do the capital consequences. All right. And I'm going with the Tigers. You are? Yeah, the Tigers, they're terrible. <laughs> that's it? Yeah, that's that's my take. Okay. They're the worst. After Dave Dombrowski left, all good left with them. Interesting. My, my Caesars is set to Michigan, and there's like this special odds boost for yeah. Miguel Cabrera and mm -hmm. somebody else to record a hit, and that's plus like plus eight hundred. Mm -hmm. It's like it's not happening. What do we think about? Be only because it's on my mind. You said my Caesars is set to Michigan. Harry follows Springsteen. When I say he follows Springsteen, he follows Ken, 
who follows Springsteen <laughs> and pays for him. I mean, he's going to like Barcelona next month, then coming back, and then a month later going to Amsterdam to see Springsteen. So no offense, Martin, but they also went to Detroit yesterday to see Springsteen. And uh, I say no offense because I'm like, what is the point if you're going overseas and you've already seen him five times this year? Whatever, nothing ever makes sense in, in their lives. But he, he finds jo- uh, John Harbaugh right there. Jim Harbaugh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Who's the Harbaugh? That's Jim. <laughs> Jim is there alone with his hands in his pockets, rocking out to Springsteen. And there's pictures throughout the evening of Harry bothering him throughout the night. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know what he's pontificating and Harbaugh's giving him the, okay, all right, right. And then just like going back to enjoying the concert. And Harry took a picture with him. Now this bothers me because he's bothering people, A. And B, he hates Harbaugh as a coach. I mean, this is a, a, a huge phony he is, Harry. So that's what I wonder. What yeah. was the level of conversation? I don't know what it is. I'm going to have to ask because him about it's like, it. Because it's one thing if they were buddy-buddy, but it's another thing entirely if he's like, why didn't you call timeout against no. TCU? I would have been. I, no, no. I was kissing his ass, which I, I hate it. I, it's so phony. Why do you only drink whole milk, Jim? You're right. a weirdo. Right, yeah. What do you think, by the way? I know we covered this a year ago when Matt Money Smith, our pal, got into Eddie Spaghetti for what he considered to be too many yeah. um, attendances of Pearl Jam. Mm. Has Spaghetti now been outdone by Harry slash Ken? What's Spaghetti's number? 30? For Pearl Jam, no, I'm in mid 20s. I'm like around 25. Uh, Bruce, oh, don't act like you don't know. Bruce that. only, uh, I think, five times. So I am jealous of Harry. So are you ahead, Sal, still with Huey Lewis? Because you've definitely seen Huey I Lewis might have. more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, wait a minute. What the hell is this? The meatballs don't ever do this as a joke. What? What is this? Verlander's on the IL? Yeah. What? Just oh, as of, no. uh, oh, a minute ago. Oh, no. I'm going to have to change my pick to the Mets here. Blame the World Race Baseball the Classic again. What the frick is going on? Sheesh. I don't even remember your question, Check. What is it? <laughs> I think <laughs> it's worse for Spaghetti you. or more impressive, however you want to look at it, because he's younger and to have that many shows under his belt is... Uh, I see. That's an interesting think, point, yeah. right. Um, Eddie so, Vedder's 82 years young or something like that at this point. Yeah. I don't know how much longer they're going to be playing. Right, yeah. But Spaghetti himself, I think, to have logged that many uh, versus Harry. Good point. You see, but you, y'all are doing it by just... I can't believe just, this Furlander thing. ...ticking off the tally. I want to know distance traveled because yeah, that's, I mean, that's the frequent flyer miles that Harry and Ken are about to get right. over the next uh, couple of days here is, is, is incredible. Right. That's true. What's the furthest you've gone to see um, Pearl Jam? Um, flight, I've flown to Seattle in 2018 and then driving, I've driven from New York to Philly and I've driven from Boston to Worcester to see them. Right. But like a dream is to see them overseas, right? Like that Seattle was a dream. Oh, that was the from. Yeah. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that counts as overseas to me. There is you could because the plane when it probably takes had off to LAX, go over the to, Pacific Ocean they, for some reason. In some go period, there, yeah. yeah. All right, Shaq, uh, did you over give your AC. answer? No, I, I did can't not. Believe this Verlander thing. Go ahead. That's a bummer for you um, and for Metropolitan Jeez. people. I'm going to go with the uh, Nationals, and I feel even better now that we've involved rain potential rain delays because yes. um, the I, I I went through my five or six teams um, that would be in the running for this and the nationals mm-hmm. host the Braves. That yep. should be, that should be bad. Then they play Tampa Bay. 
Now, see, now that's bad because I read that as at, and I thought under the dome there's yeah. no rain delay. But then they go to Colorado, and it doesn't rain really very often in Colorado for a four-game set. Well, uh-huh. So that's a pre- that sets up pretty good. If you go through the worst teams and look at what they have in their first three series, it's not like, oh, my God, what a, what a right. uh, murderer's row they have to go against. So I'm going with the Nationals, who okay. stink but good. I considered them, but wait, I, I think I took it out to like four teams, and they have one squad that is also predicted to win about 60 well then no then they go then they go out to uh anaheim the to cut. play the halos oh, okay. so I, right. I didn't i i thought all right that's that's about and then the tribe after that or whatever they call the guardians of traffic yeah. <laughs> i remembered that this morning after a couple months <laughs> away from it the cleveland baseball team okay they have to change their problematic name fine they could have gone with spiders that is a historical yeah. route there no no they honored the statues that are perched on their bridges that are uh, that are the guardians of traffic, and I they like did that. this on purpose. Yeah, what a stupid name! Traffic is the most important thing um, <laughs> when it comes to baseball. I think the team's gonna be good this year, though. Yeah. Guardians. I of do traffic. like the Guardians, uh, but to lose ten games first, I'm going with the Rockies. They're predicted to win seventy six projected, and they have to start off the Padres, the Dodgers, who we all like. The Nationals, who we don't like. All right, so a little mm-hmm. breathing room there. And the Cardinals also supposed to make the playoffs. So three of the four are favored to make the postseason. They're a young team. They have three good prospects, including uh, Ezekiel Tovar, my pick to win Rookie of the Year in the National League. Shortstop, mm. good player. But they had four key injuries in the spring. And like I said, a young team, plus the injuries, plus a tough April, adds up to a slow start out of the gate. I'm going to take uh, the Rockies. This will be fun. Fun. Wait, wait a second. Eddie Spaghetti doesn't have oh, to put you wanna, his head on the did chopping you, did you block. Give this what about Mike Meatballs? Go ahead. Yeah, I do want. Yes, you guys pick pick teams. Yeah. Mike Meatballs, by the way, at the Mike. Sal's gathering Mike the other Meatballs. day. Um, Mike Meat <laughs> mentioned this, and or we were talking about this. You know, I always like to gauge people's fandom, um, right. and it came up. Mike Meatballs. <laughs> More than he'd like to see the Islanders win a Stanley Cup, which he's never seen yeah. in his lifetime. It's been mm-hmm. what, what's it been like 50, 60 years since they won a Stanley Cup, that bum team. Right. Um, what you know, football the thing he wants to see most is the Yankees win a world. Yeah. Most that's the thing he wants to see the most. The thing he's already seen. No, I the think most. you said Cowboys, didn't you? No, he said he Yankees. He said Cowboys. No, he said Yankees. He said Cowboys. Well, let him answer now. I don't think it's changed a lot since um Speak, Saturday. Michael. No, Yankees was the only one that I, I have seen. Yes. Cowboys would be the the worst to see lose. Well, that then I the changed question. it. I said, who would... Okay. Oh, okay. Well, who would be... Right. Yes. Who would the worst to be, be to lose? But we... And, and this means a lot to me. I don't think it means as much to you, Shaq, but uh, Michael agreed. It's it's really what kind of a-hole friends you surround yourself kind with. Kind of. Who is going to make fun of you more if A wins or this one loses or whatever, or who you could stick it to more. Spaghetti, do you feel that way too, or you just let your allegiance be your allegiance? Like, Yeah, I mean, I don't get me wrong. It's It feels good to see certain teams like lose. I don't hate the Mets. I have, I have one diehard Mets fan friend in my group, and like, the the anytime there's negative news, it's like we just say trumpets, making fun of the song. So like this news, <laughs> oh, I don't like coming on. I root, I it's root for the Mets. Like say something th- about Verlander. I want it's funny. I well to get back Jeez. to the, the worst team. I think the Red Sox could be in play for the race to ten lo- losses. I think that's a, a okay. ah, all right. fun one. You know what? You're in. You're in. Uh, Michael, you want to pick a team? No one um, picked the Pirates. No, they How got the red legs. The I almost picked the red legs. They're still to the pirates. Get the ten losses first. You want to pick the Reds? 
The Red Circle. I'll take choice. I'll take the Pirates. Just yeah. Okay, great. Good. That's sure. fun. I'll that's fun. I don't think that's fun in the that's least. Good. I will right, say. So now we're in. Now the five of us are in. I will yeah. say spaghetti. I was concerned that the Red Sox uh, and the Tigers will be games seven, eight, and nine oh. for the Tigers oh, season. Oh, so leading up, right? Yeah. Okay. But they do oh, have the Astros uh, and the Rays. Wait a minute, that, that, so that's that's it. pretty bad. Freaking luck losing Diaz and Verlander. Uh, with, uh, two three weeks ago, we were fine with those guys going forward. All right, he's not out for the year. Let's take a quick break and uh, wait gonna, to hear about the Grom. I'm gonna put some <laughs> holes in the wall. <laughs> I'll be right back. Your very first bet with Caesar's Sportsbook. It's on Caesar's. Just sign up with promo code Omaha Full O M A H A F U L L. Then. Place your first bet. If you win, great. You keep your winnings. But if your first bet loses, you'll receive your stake back as a bonus bet. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. License to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, college basketball. You mentioned it, Martin. They're still doing this Final Four. They looked at who remained, and they said, all right, let's play the games anyway. <laughs> Surprised that didn't get See rained what out. happens. Yeah. So the first game, I guess not uh, higher billing, Florida Atlantic, San Diego State. San Diego State giving two points. Listen, anybody who comes on, you listen to, I don't care who it is, Coward, uh, Skip Bayless, if it's uh, Mad Dog, and if they are screaming about who's going to win these games, uh, shut it off immediately. Maybe shut it off before in any case, but... Nobody knows what's going on. No one should have a passionate opinion. I'm sorry about these teams. Both of them were supposed to lose like six weeks ago, and they're still <laughs> around. Um, but I'm going to take uh, Florida Atlantic here in this one. San Diego State, similar to Tennessee. Defensively, they beat you up. Somehow, Florida Atlantic has figured out a way to get around that against the Vols. San Diego State, again, they, they slow you down. They disrupt your offense. But also, they've been a little bit lucky. Their opponents are 17% behind the arc. Uh, the Owls have some capable shooters. They're going to win 61 54. They're going to be in the finals on Monday. Dusty May, good job by you, Martin. I kind of thought the same thing. When I was watching the Lane Kiffin Bowl, you know, Tennessee versus Florida yeah. Atlantic, I was feeling like this Florida Atlantic team, they were decent, but watching San Diego State, you hear about how great their defense is. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how much of this is great defense versus like these guys are not? 
these signs are not good. Like the guys they're playing on the side are just not good offensive players. I'm not seeing it. So if that's their lean in for San right. Diego State, then uh, I got it. And plus two, let's go all the way at this point. Florida Atlantic. Oh, the whole thing? Why not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go that's ahead. Right. We're not going to see ahead. each other until uh, Tuesday. Go ahead. Florida Atlantic. In the, in the wackiest NCAA tournament of all time, do we really want to crown UConn as a winner? No. It's got to be Florida Atlantic. Plus 625. Go get it. Go get it. All right. Shaq? I'm taking the U uh, plus five and a half in the semifinal. Oh, we went over. We we passed this game. We skipped over this game. Well, I won't even acknowledge. I'll I'll take the Aztecs based on the theory that we've laid out. Inaccurately, okay. half the time, accurately the other half of the time. <laughs> Is this half. Your I, would, I would take half. They're in the, they're, they're, you know, they, they have the advantage of, of uh, men sucks. playing boys. By the way, completely anonymous boys. The the flapper danks of FAU. What a tremendous story that is. Um, go away, both these. I, I, I mean, they're literally, I don't, are you seeing the reports around this that, they are like tickets are like sixty bucks to get in to go and see this. I know this the women's thing. tournament is about three or four times more expensive. The final four. I all and this raises uh, uh, some internal conflict for me because I always love when fans get upset on behalf of billionaire mm-hmm. networks and. Ratings are going to be real bad for them. Like, what do you? What do you? Don't worry about them. I think they'll all be all right over there at CBS. They're going to right. pull through this thing. Yeah. Um, but it is crazy. It is an indictment of this dumb tournament. And uh, yeah, I'll take the Aztecs in that one. Um, and uh, I thought you wanted just one. Go ahead, just go. Go ahead. There are two games. We might as well cover Baltimore. You know, again, the other recurring theme for me is that there are guys in 21st century college basketball that do not project to do anything in the NBA because of their height, but because of their dimensions, but they can dominate guys at the college level. That is Omir for the U. He has not been said. The only question about the U was his health coming into the tournament. Obviously he's fine. He has been the difference maker. I know the guards are nice for the U and have been and uh, filling it up all season long, but he's the difference maker there. I think that, and by the way, in in uh, in the with the plus five and a half, how many teams can you cite off the top of your mind in college basketball history in March Madness history that just annihilate everybody? Even if you like UConn yeah. to win it all, you get tested. This has been and weird. good every single turn. There's nobody who does it. Right. Running rebs on down. Everybody the, gets a test. UCLA, this has to be Tyus Edney, Missouri. Everybody. Oh, they have everybody. Yep. Exactly. Uh, Leitner against Kentucky. Close I think game. a lot of people are going to be like, oh, UConn, double-digited well, everybody. It, it just, just doesn't tough. happen. What history is there? I think you're right about the guards, Nigel Pack, Isaiah Wong. They're very quick. They're very fast. It's going to have to be a fast-paced offense to keep them on their toes, UConn. And I think, uh, more importantly, gets a no-go in foul trouble. Uh, Kane's 83-75. It's just so tough to take <laughs> pick against UConn, who's just thrashing everybody. But the Jim Laranaga's team is uh, just never out of it, it seems. So three second-half comebacks, Martin. I'm going to take the Canes also to win. Yeah, no, I think they cover, but I think UConn ultimately wins. Yeah. they got to take two underdogs. One of them's going to cover, right? I mean, what would be if two favorites covered at this in this tournament? It wouldn't, it wouldn't make right. sense. And, of course, yes. if you're betting like me, it would make, it would make sense. <laughs> yes. 
But uh, Dave, you say it's never happened before in history. Well, if there's ever a moment in time for history to never repeat itself, yeah, it I will guess. be in this tournament. I guess. Well, we've never, you know, they got no one seeds left. We got no two seeds left. We got, you know, so no. You, I, so the idea that UConn can't just steamroll. Yeah. Like so, Miami feels like they've been getting by on like spitting glue in the second half. So these, some of these games, some of these comebacks have been more about the other team than they have been about Miami to me. So I'm going with UConn. That sucks. It all sucks. Um, all right, NBA. That isn't much better for me or you, Martin. We have this oh bet God. against Sheck and uh, <laughs> and Mark Gunnels. We are anti Lakers making the playoffs, and they went with them. I, I listen. You got to give them credit. They're winning these games that I thought they would lose. I thought they would right. right. We thought like a three out of four swan dive at some point. But updating the playoff odds, the yes is minus two fifteen mm. to make the playoffs. It's completely turned on us. The swan dive is Mark Cuban and the Dallas well, Mavericks terrible too. trading for Kyrie Irving and taking a team that was in the home court in the postseason all the way to out of the play, not the playoffs, out the play in. They can't even play in to the playoffs. Right now. They're plus 210 Dallas to make the playoffs. They're in 11th place. It's them. They're a game out of that 7 to it's, 10. It's that pairing right there. If you want to point and say. That's what got the Lakers in? Yes. Well, not let's say what got the Lakers in, but it's like that is why right now everybody is slided, yeah. <laughs> slated a spot up. The Lakers should be fighting for the not like 10 11 spot I know. right They're now. They're going to play the 7 8. Get him if you want to lose. Like Kanye, he hates the Jews. He's Kyrie. I mean, what are we doing at this point that people still seek out his services? Um, just like Aaron Rodgers. Congratulations, Jets. Yeah, the Lakers are, are going to get in. And I mean, I remain fascinated by the math. There's a big debate now going on. Are the Suns the best team in the West? Like we talked about earlier in the week. Yes, if KD is healthy. I really, I still can't see. The way it kind of sets up, though, the Lakers are going to get in, and then the Suns are going to be the fourth seed. Mm -hmm. So it really sets up the the, the middle of the pack. I like I like a four seed better than I like the one seed. Oh yeah, well, and I and, and I mess. really think I, I really think the Lakers can be disruptive there. But by the way, with, uh, with you know, I feel like. The clips are interesting. When is Paul George? Is he that? What's his What's his trajectory? Is he going to be back and right for the playoffs? Because I feel like it's the I can't Suns even or the think Clips about winning the except the seven ten thing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know when <laughs> he's supposed to return. But I'll say this, and I know Spaghetti gets mad at me for getting on the referees. But um, here's why we're cooked, Martin. Free throw discrepancy in the NBA, <laughs> dude. The, well, let me let me give you the number. The Lakers are plus four eleven. Plus 411 in free throw discrepancy. The next highest, Kings plus 193. Well, not only that. We're dead. Austin Reeves in the last, like, five games has shot 14 free throws a game. I know. He gets the free like, throw line. Like, that's Giannis and Embiid-type numbers. Like, yeah. last yesterday, I think I think they said Embiid is averaging 13 free throws a game. Right. He's also the, the runner-up or leader for MVP, depending mm -hmm. on where you're sitting at. Austin Reeves is from Newark, Arkansas. And he's averaging 13 free throws a game in his last five <laughs> that games. Matter? I didn't know. Oh, you have to you have to show ID to the ref. <laughs> I mean, it's just like Lord have mercy. Um, here's the thing. The other thing, Martin, there is some life to your Giannis, um, your Giannis bet here. Oh, can I just real quick? Two to one now for MVP. We didn't mention Nikola Jokic now one time in that yeah. entire discussion about the Western Conference and how we like the, the fourth it's seed okay. Suns and, I know. The, and the eight, seven seed Lakers. I know, but I told you it means nothing. 
right? Because it's a regular season vote. <laughs> but so I just got to say, right. that's why Giannis is the MVP. Giannis and Embiid are right now really neck and neck. I think they're about even at plus 120 or something. And now, uh, I'm sorry, Jokic and Embiid. And Giannis is two to one. And you have money on, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Jokic is winning because I have money on Giannis and I have money on Embiid hmm. from before the season. So, so my, Jokic is winning. So my bet, I had Giannis and Tatum. To start the season. All right. Yeah, so shocker. You know, the two best players great game. on the one and two seeds. The, the best player and the guy you would draft first out of those guys. Yeah, are we? Are we? By the way, are we now over the uh, LeBron doesn't have a killer instinct and Patrick Beverly's in his head and all that kind of stuff? Is that now done? Is that, uh, can we put that silly narrative? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if you've turned on sports television in the last 10 years, Dave. But no, it is I mean, not but done. it's... <laughs> it will not be done anytime <laughs> soon. I, I, you know, but it, it's just... Cr- this kind of, you know, this pain in the guy, how lo- how large he's been built up, what he's doing to the best player of the millennium. Right. This storyline is crazy. I love that Flea, renowned Lakers fan, uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper... <laughs> Guy said, uh, you know, took a shot at Pat- Patrick Beverly the instant that game was over <laughs> for being even even a guy named Flea knows that Patrick Beverly is too it. small to get in LeBron's head. Right. I'd like to see Flea become the uh, Jack Nicholson. Just really look this distinguished, um, you know, front court guy. Just he, he's That's a good guy. point. He's yeah. a guy. Who's a guy? You got to got to vote. Give him on those somebody. tickets. I don't know if Jack doesn't use them anymore. Eh. Right? Yeah, I don't think he does. In the words of Russ, uh, Russell Westbrook, Pat Bev trick y'all. Hey, how about, though, nobody talks about that one either. Russell Westbrook doing just fine. I don't know. For whatever reason, some places, some moments in time just ain't right for guys who are high-end Hall of Fame guys. He's fought back. Now he's just fine. Same building. Same building. Right. Just fine. Doing good. And now all of a sudden feels like, ooh, Russ with those guys. If Paul George gets back, they're going to be dangerous in the West. He was hooping last night, Russ. 36. Is that what he ended up with? Yes, he was in a crazy picture. You see that picture of him laying on the floor yeah. from above the rim? I'm looking Great. at him for MVP odds. I don't see it. I'm going to scroll a little It's bit. weird <laughs> when those things happen, though. This isn't on that level. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, in hockey, Brett Hall and Wayne Gretzky once mm-hmm. teamed up, and it didn't work out. How could you? How, how would those two team up and be like, yeah, it just didn't take? Yeah. Luke Robitaille with Mario Lemieux. Like, what? Why wouldn't those two light it up together? I know there are certain wrinkles like that that right. we, we look back on and are curious. Kyrie and Luca, right? They'll uh, be in anything. So yeah, right. it's Kyrie so funny. My cousin Jerry, he mentioned this in the monologue. I wouldn't have told the story out of turn, but he mentioned the monologue. He was at the uh, Lakers game, Lakers Bulls, um, this past weekend. His son, inexplicably, is a Bulls fan, and so he's rooting. And they, the Bulls had won that game, and uh, that's when Beverly went off to Jan and Sharp in the front row, and they did a whole thing. And uh, and he, they, I guess they had good seats, and he heard. Someone's fan say to Beverly, hey, why didn't you stay in L.A.? And he said, because, because they said I was like the cowardly lion. I had no heart. (laughs) And it's the tin man who didn't have the heart, right? (laughs) The cowardly lion, coincidentally, didn't have a brain. (laughs) So I don't know. That's why it's good to just never watch these movies, I think. You get in trouble. Let's pick our play of the day. Martin, you got uh, NBA? I do. And shout out to Patrick Beverly for responding and not trying to get the fan kicked out of the game. Yeah, right. That's been a thing recently. That's uh, nice. Hey, you're, you you play basketball. <laughs> you're not the bouncer. Especially right? like the last seven games. Everyone's like, all right, I'm done. He's out. I'm I love it. <laughs> I love enough. the guy. The trailblazer of all is Russ in that regard. It's like, just like, 
I want this guy. He said yeah. bad to me, and I want him to remove. Yeah. He, ne- he doesn't really tussle with the Get guys anymore. Get that face away. He just points at them. That and- face looking right. at this guy. Yeah. I really, I, the next step in reporting has to be to find out what was actually said. Even if you got to do oh, yeah. like your fan with Bradley Beal, F right. line, line, line. Right. Give him something. Because I need to know, is this like truly the sensitivity? Is he just saying like, hey, man, you suck and that getting you out of there? Because that's wrong. I like it all, too. Uh, I'm taking the Boston Celtics, even though they just lost to the Wizards. They have been playing terribly yeah. against bad teams. But uh, they got the Bucks tonight. Mm-hmm. I think they cover. I don't know if they went out right, but I think they cover. Okay. Um, they've like There's something like 15 and 7 against the top of the Eastern Conference. It's really the thing that has been keeping them alive as they lose to Orlando's and, and so on and so forth. So And then you got Milwaukee off of back-to-back. And uh, what Drew Holiday had like fifty points last night went crazy. Giannis went pick. crazy. So you know, yeah, Giannis I don't just see a lot did. of these teams that are set um, starting or or getting full games out of their stars in the back to backs at this point. Yeah, and play. Boston needs you know with with what less than eight games left in the season, they need to be kind yeah. of rounding into form right now. So I, I like them to at least to keep it close. All right, check. Penguins are out of it, right? Well, I mean. Legitimately, we are in some real peril. No, on the banks stop of- it. No. Oh, yes. No, you got the game in hand. Yeah. Why? What's the matter? Well, the Panthers rallied last night against the Leafs in Toronto. Right. Had they held on, I'd be feeling, despite the struggles of my Penguins, I would still be feeling pretty good about the eight seed. Isle starting to pull away there. I'm going the other way. I do think that a lot of people have misrepresented it. The Penguins against the Predators, many people are calling it a must-win game with the Mm -hmm. Bruins on their way to Pittsburgh uh, on Saturday. Um, It's not a must-win, but it's a can't-lose. 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 I think the Pens will get it. Must tie. Must draw. Can't can't have it. Can't have another loss here (laughs) against an inferior team. Come on. It's enough already. It's really making me sick. It's It's impacting my life. It's not a can't lose. Or yeah. It's not, not a, a must, must win, win. But it's they just can't a can't lose. lose. Yeah. You can't lose this game. You can't it. lose to the Predators. Come on. Meantime, I gave you this um, earlier in the week. I said the uh, over, right? Yeah, the, and, and, and that hit with uh, uh, literally about halfway through the game. Yeah. Um, it was 11 goals scored, right? I'm going to run it back. Yeah, I'm going to run it back here again. Same bet with the Edmonton Oilers. Over seven, pl- same juice, plus 100. Yep. On that Kings more rugged, but for what it's worth, two of their last four, they have gone double-digit goal totals. Mm. So, um, I you know, I think the Kings would like to try and grind them out a little bit. The Oilers are a one of those just right. unstoppable <clears throat> juggernauts offensively right now. I think they, they're they going to take this one over as well. I believe uh, Brother Bry has the same pick, uh, free picks on extrapoints.com. So it's a video game every Great. time these Oilers play. Right? It really is. Um, what, do you think, uh, what do you think Sirianni would have said if you'd asked him if it was a can't-lose game? <laughs> he would have been downright uh, delight. Well, oh, wait. No, he would have cried. He would have uh, balled. Right? I love what a delight he's considered to be when when I tried to have fun with him for two seconds and he became very. If you cross. Got, if they Seems make like it back, if they make it back next year and you're back there, you just got to sing the national anthem to him and just see if he wells up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you do it, Dave? Don't you do it? Uh, I mentioned how much I like the Angels this year. They play the A's tonight. I'm giving a run and a half. They're the road team, which is nice because they bat nine times no matter what unless it gets rained out. Uh, their net war 
this year. Gain is 13.8. See, another crazy stat. Uh, but that's tops in the uh, in both leagues. Otani versus Kyle Muller. Otani 15 and 9, 233 last year. Muller, three appearances last year, had a finish with an 8.03 ERA. So that's that's their stud. That's their st- uh, star, their ace uh, for the A's. Can't say enough about Otani and Trout, his hitters. You got Brandon Drury, should be around 30 home runs. Uh, again, Taylor Ward, uh, good contact hitter. Look for a big season out of them. Halos take it 6 3. Lay the run and a half. I now, can't believe I missed War in my uh, great. Oh, yeah, uh, War is great. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the best one. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, uh, so, uh, Brother Bryce said uh, uh, there's 15 strikeouts in the first three innings of that game. Yeah, I that just saw Giants it on game. The call is uh, calls dealing right now. Only one hit, I believe, gave up. Um, Yankees still holding on to lead one nothing. Anthony Volpe first at bat his career walk and a stolen base. Oh jeez! Oh, so this I just is... picked him up in my fantasy league. I don't know what he was doing sitting there, but I got him. Really? Yeah. So uh, the walk and the stolen base makes sense, but the 15 strikeouts is, and it's a very uh, limited sample size we have here. First well, three innings. Yeah, but 18. My batters. God, <laughs> it's going against everything we thought about the fast pitching. Like these guys could. They could pitch effectively in, in half the time all this all these years. Who knew? What a waste they had. Well, at least one guy can. Yeah, or two guys. Two, two guys. You know so what? The, the, yeah. Here's some cynicism for you on baseball's new rules. I think it's fun. The idea of stolen bases are, are, are so much fun. But you're old enough, Sal, to remember the Whitey, the, the Whitey Cardinals teams of yeah. the 80s. Were they beloved? Them. For for how exciting they were, it's yeah. like it's kind of boring. Now I remember thinking it was boring. Oh, you did. The teams that were slugging were like, yeah, give me some of that. This, this base to base crap. Coming well, up. I think because it was on turf, you're probably not a turf guy. But yeah. the turf guys, the turf runners, were faster and everything. We don't. We we as a sports society don't talk enough about how crazy that was. That the greatest base dealer mm-hmm. in the National League, in contention for the greatest base dealer in National League history, got run over by a tarp during the World Series. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, Vince yeah, yeah, Coleman? yeah. That's right. That's Vince right. Coleman got yeah. run over by a dirty yeah. tarp and couldn't steal bases right. in the World Series. How did that happen? Right. You're right. But I think well, the biggest thing that it will do, Dave, it will entice front offices and, and general managers and teams really to play or to, to build their roster differently and play differently, which I think ultimately is better for the sport. Like football's maybe, got teams yeah. that throw the ball a lot, teams that run the ball a lot. Everybody yeah. in the NBA does the same thing. Pick and roll, get up and down, shoot threes. There's mm-hmm. no real variation. And baseball is the same. I think the variation of styles of play, because eventually somebody's going to lean in to figuring out, like, I got Garrett Cole. I don't need to. I can just start, you know, we, we're we good here with the 10-second pitch clock, but yeah. then other pitchers aren't going to be, and you're going to have to work around it, and then offenses. And I just think so it's going to be So maybe for these early games, until the batters adjust, the quick pitch thing advantage pitchers who have good stuff. I think so. So let's bet these strikeouts over in some of these first Well, that's interesting, but I, I agree, obviously. I think any sport benefits from variation in styles and, you know, succeeding with various styles. But, yeah, I, I think my sense is when you watch baseball, I've watched it my whole life, obviously, when every play is bang, bang, when you try to steal second base, it's always bang, bang. It's never yeah. anything. But so if you give the base runner a, a tick more of an edge, Shouldn't base shouldn't ba- stolen bases be just through the roof, and we're going to be stunned by that, and they're going to have to adjust for that yeah, after maybe. this season and be like, "Oh, we didn't expect it to be this ridiculous." Some think Nobody it'll can double. Get anybody out. Some think the stolen bases will double. So yeah, well, that would be too. That would be more than they anticipated. I wonder how many guys are used to stealing bases. 
Like you're used to it. Well, just used to, like because like, my whole thing. I, I came into baseball late. Like you know, yeah. I, I was watching the Verlander and Scherzer Tigers. That was my first. And I was wondering like, how come Victor Martinez doesn't just bunt? Right. I know he's slow as can be, but there's only one guy down the third baseline. Right. Just bunt the look, ball. Look at the shift. Yeah. It's, 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 but it's the whole argument was they uh, said he hasn't bunted in 15 years. Right. He can't bunt anymore. Um, yeah. Two things about that. They did say the guys who steal bases are still going to steal bases, obviously, with the bigger base and they're not thrown over. There's going to be a lot more guys who never tried to steal base or infrequently and they're going to their numbers are going to go up. Now you mentioned Vince Coleman check. I remember being delighted when the Mets got him when it was obvious he was over the hill, past his prime. And uh the biggest contribution is I think in 1993 he took a uh, a handful of firecrackers and threw them into the crowd. I think it was Dodger <laughs> Stadium. It was, that, it was a road trip out here and had to do 200 hours of uh, community service. <laughs> So that's, <laughs> I, you know, you, you and uh, your friend Jimmy Kimmel should make a follow up to your one great documentary. I want the Vince the Coleman Mets. 30 for 30. What the hell? Yeah. That is the craziest. The most bizarre injuries would be delightful. Do mm -hmm. a 30. John Tudor pitching in the World Series. He's a pitcher. Yeah. He puts his hand into a fan and can't pitch the rest of the series. Right. Not a fan, a spectator, an actual uh, oscillating fan. I don't know. Oh, One or the other. Yeah, no, I was an oscillating fan, and All it right. chopped his hand <laughs> up, and he couldn't pitch the rest of the series. Uh, memory serves, the Tigers closer, Joel Zumaya, hurt himself playing Guitar Hero. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there are guys who strain their abdomen, like oblique uh, sneezing. Like the day of a game, like crazy stuff. But right. during the championship round, yeah, it's the best. Yeah. Get run over a, by uh, a tarp that moves about uh, 0.2 miles per hour. He's the fastest the man way. in the sport. He's not a storm chaser. Uh, let's put it that way. Let's take a quick break and we'll talk uh, one NFL change. It's got Eddie Spaghetti. Uh, boy, he's rolling off this one. We'll be right back. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right. The um, number zero. Big, big changes in the NFL. The number zero can now be worn um, in the NFL. Calvin Ridley's like, I got it. I'll take that. I've been gone a year. I'm going to take zero. You said zero, the amount of money I won in that parlay. <laughs> Someone pointed out on Twitter they should let him wear the number minus 110. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Dave yeah. Damashek said his number should be minus three. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. Right. Okay. Oh. All right. That's good. That's good. I like that. Micah Parsons wants to wear it. 
I don't like that. You know what? Let's before you uh, jump in, and I feel like we're too late for that. Let's check in with the uniformant, Dave Damashek. We still have the song. We might as well play it. Do it. Dave Damashek, the uniformant. Dave Damashek, the uniformant. Dave Damashek, the uniformant. Dave Damashek, the uniformant. It's pretty good. Hot damn, I love it. Um, yeah, who should wear it? Who would be the best for it? A big tight end. I think it's Darnell Washington, soon to be drafted. I like it because <laughs> what it is is a target, you see? If you're mm. a pass guy, Ken Burrow of the Houston Oilers wore it, but he was double zero, which mm. didn't make sense. It was like two eyeballs staring back at you. Probably confused Dan Pastorini, not the smartest guy in the world, on more than one occasion. Mm. The zero, though, just like, where am I throwing it? To the guy with the big bullseye on his stomach. That's I, I think. I think mm. that's the way you go there. Or if you're Aaron Rodgers, you are cool. Broadway Joe, cool move to say, listen, I'm Broadway Joe. I am the New York Jets. And yet, I want to see a winner. It's been long enough. Aaron, you can take my number 12. Aaron Rodgers, if he is a man of honor, will say, I could never do that, Broadway Joe. I'm back to square one. I am going back to zero. Start square of a zero. new day. Zero. Yeah. Start of a new day. Zero is what I, I don't. Am. I don't know. I don't. First of all, Eddie, you have a problem with this because you think like there's bigger issues. There's like there's homeless people in the stadiums during games that <laughs> they, they, they should be tended to first, right? Or I, I just love the the owners get together and they all meet and, and they're like, "What can we do to fix our league?" And they're like, "Let players wear the number zero, and then let ki- punters and kickers wear forty-one to ninety-nine, whatever it is." Right. But then all the times through every single game because it happened pretty much every game where we're yelling at the TV because of the ref with the unnecessary roughness, with the, mm-hmm. the late hits on a quarterback, that comes up for a vote, and they're like, no, 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 we don't we don't need to worry about that at all. Right. Um, so good for you for number zero, good for you for letting teams now play two mm-hmm. Thursday night games, which is bizarre. Um, so the league, once again, well, they'll just bury this and act like it's no problem. So uh, I don't know. Well, we'll the league did, the- they did have a problem with the Thursday night games being pathetic, and that's why that was a move, right? Like, we can't have our biggest... No, no, that- they... I don't know about they. I know about you, this. I, I said it yesterday, and Rich Ornberger yeah. put it on social media later at night, had a great point. This needs to be called, if they actually go through with it, spoiler alert, they will. Don't buy the jive about football as family. We got to stop being so frustrated by billionaires mm-hmm. making making more money, their top priority at every yeah. turn, no matter what. This is another example of that. It's crazy. Um, that that's the case given the middle finger that it gives to the players and to the media who like cost a job and, and, and maybe most importantly, the fans, they just are announcing with this gate matters. Not at all to us. All that matters is the TV dollars. Now it now so far exceeds who attends our games. We don't care about you. If you attend our games witness, yeah, we'll change it because if, if it flexes better so that Al Michaels doesn't have to endure making one and a half million dollars uh, uh, because he doesn't want to watch the I Carolina that, Panthers that, play I, was, I think it's just they say no matter what, people will come to this game. Yeah, yeah. We're going to fill up. It's fine. You um, know, that's, oh, sorry, yeah. died in the wool Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Or that's a bad choice because they're going to be on primetime with Trevor Lawrence. But, uh, you know, sorry, your Arizona Cardinals fan, you know, you, you know. It is such a middle finger to, to those people. Well, it's the I same thing as load how, management. How You're just going to change it a week before. But is this something the, the, the 
players really care as much as we want to care for them kind of thing? Aren't they going to space it out so that you get a buy? And then if you get three days, you're going to get 10 another time. You know, I, I think they'll I want to see the schedules and how unfair it is before we go. We go too crazy well, let's see how it. unfair it is, because guess who's going to be playing on Nine Thursday up. night at least twice now? Listen. Probably three times. Yeah. Your Dallas Well, Cowboys. yours too. I mean, there's probably a 10 or 11 teams who have the full boat of yeah, five Yeah, but we don't have to play on Thanksgiving games. at least. At least to see you could conceivably three. Nah. really get screwed. Yeah, they can do two they Thursday can. night games. Yep. They can, but they might. I don't know if they will. I, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Jerry still has a lot of say in this. Um and forget about Al Michaels. What about me and the poor degenerate trifecta who had to do a um, – we had a bet in the second half of those miserable – I mean, there was the one game where there was no touchdown. There was a lot going on. But uh, as back to the zero. I don't like it. I don't hmm. think it should be a celebrated number. I think a zero should be like, you're a zero. Oh, that guy's a zero. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it should be assigned to the worst player on the team. Until he sheds that title. Ooh. But uh, I don't Punishment. think it should be like Micah Parsons. Like, look at me. I'm going to run laps around this you know, this offense, and uh, and I'm going to wear zero. It's, I don't know. It just doesn't. It's not a celebratory I hear thing your noise on this. You're absolutely yeah. right. It's right. It's it's a self-indictment that you're yes. doing. To your, uh, I'm a zero. I've said it before. I'll say it again. What kind of weirdo do you have to be to choose the number two? Yep. Everybody, that's who I am. I'm the number two. Well, right. you know, it's a reference to poop. Bowel movements, sure. Right, yeah. I don't want it. Why would you do that? Yeah, zero opens yourself up, Martin, to easy jokes about this guy zero, and he's playing like one. Yeah, true. But I guess I guess I just thought about it in a different way. Because my first interaction with the number zero was Gilbert Arenas, who was incredible as a basketball mm-hmm. player, and even better as a personality, as you see now, is everything he goes viral once a week. Yeah. So I always had zero as like... Like a renegade, mm-hmm. like somebody who was just off the beaten path. Yeah, but it's a lot. I think you're inviting a lot more pressure. Don't be a hero, zero. You know, you're gonna have a lot of those from in training camp from some uh, 78 year old coach who thinks he's funny. You know who should wear it or should have worn it in his sporting days? Dave Damashek. I like to establish a very <laughs> where are you low- wear it to work. Well, at the end of the bench. I'd be at the end of the bench. Like, this is what you should expect out of the guy who wears zero. What do you Nothing. have now? What is that? A one point. Uh, Oh, L12? Come on, man. Come oh, I couldn't see. It looked like 1.2. 1. 1. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a, if you're, you know, like, don't look at me. You know, I can't, I'm not going to have saved the day. I'm a zero right. after all. Yeah, I think you're on to something with that one. What is the best number, though, in all of sports? Not aesthetically, because I think the trick with the zero is it looks good. It's just what it means yeah. that's bad. The best but it number. Looks I it looks sweet. Jersey. Yeah, of course it looks good. The double zero looks good. Um, Been a fan of I 21. I think, well, I've I think always everything said looks out of seven. position if it's out of position, but then then it looks great if it's a 12 on a quarterback. But I mean, what is what is the most, what number is the most steeped in success oh. across the four sports? Is it, oh, well, I don't know. 12 is good. 12, you a lot 32. Of the QBs. You'll be surprised to learn back. I thought about this quite a bit. <laughs> 12, 32, 23. Yeah. Is in the mix for that. Twenty one is pretty good. Twenty one is great. Yeah, although a little star cross because of Clemente, Michelle Briere, Briere, the rookie of the year for right. the Pittsburgh Penguins, died in a car crash. You know, for twenty one. Yeah, Zeke. Yeah, uh, nothing Zeke, happened to Zeke. Fat. He just got yeah, fat. Yeah, that's right. He's fat and cut. He just got old. I don't know. Not sixty six. I'll tell you that much. No, there's one on one. No. All right. Uh, Nitschke. 
That's that. Uh, Eddie, you want to say something about the best jersey number? Oh, I just sent you guys a funny picture. Somebody oh. put a uh, Naren Judge, Anthony Rizzo jersey together. It's number 9948, and the last name is, uh, I'm not going to repeat it. But you, you could say could, it. You could. <laughs> so that's a good oh, one. Don't say that, Eddie. Hey, we're, we're expanding it. I've been pushing this for two years now. Vita Vea, the biggest, fattest guy in the NFL, should yeah. wear the area code of Tampa. He should wear 318 across I like his that. chest. I mean, great nickname. I oh, like the big that. guy, refrigerator. We've done right. spins on fridge and all that. Now, let's do something. The area code. Whereas, 318 Vea. Whereas Ray Mysterio's famous finisher was the 619. I think a uh, uh, shout out to San Diego. And uh, has nothing to do with the San Diego this, the finisher move. Ray Mysterio against his son at WrestleMania. I'll be there I'm with excited my for sons. You. And I hope uh, ringside. I I, I don't think that close, but I you think Ray. Uh, am I getting in the ring? Yeah, I mean undefeated record on the line. Yeah, you're right. No, I'm not. I would never put that up. Never put that up. That's where people get dumb. They Are get you one of? Yeah. Is cousin Sal? Is Jimmy going with you? No. no. Is Simmons going? Simmons is going. Yeah. Okay. He's one ahead of you. I'm guessing. All due respect. Are what? you? Yeah. One of the 25 most famous people at Staples Center. For WrestleMania. <laughs> well, the wrestlers are not the rest. I'm not the people <laughs> doing the stuff. Uh, 25. Like who? You know, the I cutaways know. obviously are ubiquitous. If there's right. a game going on in Staples, is ubiquitous going to be there? Is that a rapper? I don't. Know? <laughs> I think he's on the oh. undercard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tag I'm going to look. I'm going to ask people. Uh, maybe I am in the top 25. We'll go backstage and see. But I do want that specific matchup to be a lesson. I hope that Ray. The, uh, as I sit with my sons, right? It wouldn't be good if the son beats up on the father right in front of me. And then uh, I've learned a little bit live. about this Cody Rhodes. Yes. And, Dust, and like his old man. But Dusty liked the guy he's fighting better than he liked Cody. Right. See, I know stuff. I Ooh. love it. Um, oh, the Pirates were just eliminated from playoff contention. The Nationals <laughs> are down one run Sorry. in the second inning already. How about that? The Bra- that Braves, that's the Braves game? Yep. That is the most bet on opening day game in 18 years. Wow. Why? I don't know why. Patrick People Corbin. People just want free money. Oh, freaking Yankees are up 3 nothing. Well, right. I mean, I bet, event, I bet against Patrick Corbin at least 10 times last year. You did? Ooh, yeah. four to one. They're going to be rough. One, one uh, Nobody strike in the, the L Oh, that's you. You're right. I you're took right. the Nationals. Oh, crap. All right. Uh, <laughs> this has not been a good start. Judge home run. Verlander DL. Everyone wearing zeros, but we're going to WrestleMania. We got Braun Strowman later on Against All Odds. We had Bianca Belair on Laugh Lines Lemon Pepper Parlay. It's you. It's Mark Gunnels. It was. He, uh, he, he's conflicted at the moment because he's going to lose the cap of consequences for the NCAA right. tournament. But it's feeling so great about the Lakers he right should. now. So I just need Babyface to come through with this. You know what, though? Babyface gave me an idea what he wants uh, wants to happen, but I'll, we'll save it for uh, next week when he's back. Check. It's you. Minus three. Hench well, coming me, on. Hench, and Spaghetti got to get to the bottom of a, a number of issues. But one thing is, we know Jordan Love will play for the Packers, and it sounds like Rodgers is going to play for the Jets. And Lamar Jackson, I don't know where he's going to play, but you know he's going to play unless mm-hmm. he holds out against the Ravens. The question is, who's playing QB for the Ravens? I want to get to the bottom of that on minus three. Oh. Check it out. Do you think you're going to figure it out in that hour? I, I mean, we generally really? fit. You've heard the show before. We settle all hash before okay. we say our goodbyes. I right? like it. All right. Minus three. Pro Lemon Bowl Pepper quarterback Parley. Tyler Huntley. Covered in glory. Our yes. soccer par- podcast back EPL stuff. Uh, and we got Megan Fun of Sports, like I said. Um, laugh lines against the odds. It's all there. A lot of it on the money grab feed. Check it out. I want to remind everyone. 
out there. You may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites.